This is your host, Mason, on the move tonight. We got nobody. It's just me. We got another solo pod. This is the summer of the solo pod right now. COVID's been killing us. Vacation. You name it, we've had it. Adversity. Before I get into this solo pod, I'm going to need you to go on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us at TN. Also, go to iTunes, Spotify, Wherever you listen, give us a rating. If you're on iTunes, give us a nice review. Spotify, all you got to do is click five stars. You don't even have to type anything. iTunes, we'd love to read a review from you. If you choose to do so, please give us five stars. But if you make the review bad, at least make it funny. At least do us a service in that aspect. And I think that's about it. I think we're ready to jump in. As you know, if you listened to last week's episode, we had some good stories. I was in Florida with Hayes' uncle, which was quite a great time. I still need to post my gift that he gave me. It is a fire Air Jordan zip-up hoodie. Um, Not vintage, but bordering vintage. But it was a fun week. Anyways... I guess we can now jump into Inside the Box. Apologies if you hear some loud booms coming out of your headphones. The 4th of July may be over, but don't tell my neighbors. Anyways, let's see what's coming out this week. We've got Dunk High in the Sail colorway. Um, A little different textures on this. Not a bad look. Dunks don't fit me, but I wouldn't complain if if I were to hit on those. Uh, Air Force Highs, a cold wall, sponge crater. That thing looks absolutely hideous. Air Max 95, off noir. Um, The Black Soul just doesn't really do it, and I just feel like it's fading the wrong way. To start and end with black in the move for me, so I'd probably pass on those. Really nothing else of note. We've got the low bowling shoes, the Air Jordan 2 low Nina Chanel Abney in a green colorway. Actually, these kind of look better than normal Air Jordan 2s, if I'm being honest. Uh, The hat that comes out with those is absolutely fire, though. Absolute must. $36 for that hat is a great price. So I would go with those. Women's Dunk Low Lisa Leslie colorway. Uh, I guess that's an ode to the GOAT of the WNBA, so I can't hate on that. The colors really pop, actually. It's a good summer shoe. And then uh, nothing else of note. We've got some ACGs, some Air, some Bo Jackson Lows. Not the greatest move, but, you know. It's the summer of dunks and Air Jordan 2s, so you get more of that. Moving on to what caught my eye this week, though. We've got quite a bit lined up. Since it is a solo pod, I'll try to go heavy on the news. Don't have too much banter back and forth. Uh, 
I've got a Air Jordan 5 coming out sometime soon. It looks like it's a women's, but it's uh, all black. It kind of looks like a metallic 5, and it's a Gore-Tex. So if you guys have listened before, Gore-Tex is like the all-weather gear. It is a collaboration in that aspect. It looks like the sole is coming yellowed on that. Um, but overall, a really clean look. It looks like we've got a suede all across the upper, just like the metallic fives. With the reflective tongue, you get a nice pair of lace locks. Um, you get the 23 stitched in on the back, not the back of the heel, but you know on the side of the shoe. And then on the other shoe is Gore-Tex spelled out. So not a bad collaboration in my opinion. Um, Air Jordan 5 isn't the most outdoor-ish pair of shoes that I would have picked for this uh, Gore-Tex collab. But, you know, I'm not the one making the decisions. Going with a shoe that actually I think I might have found the Air Jordan 2 that Hayes would rock. And this is the 218 Air Jordan 2 Low. Still looks like a bowling shoe. But the leather looks really nice. It's got a waffle print on the inside and then a nice suede on the outside. Uh, a dark suede coming down and kind of goes into the rest of the shoe, which is a lighter khaki suede. In the running for best low Jordan 2 this year. Like I said, it still looks like a bowling shoe, but the brown colorway is really doing it. It's got some hits of red and blue on the stitching. I don't know what that's about. Honestly, I've never heard of this 218 collaborator. Um, in the future, we'll try to try to highlight them and, and see what they're about. But for now, I mean, it doesn't look like a bad collab. It's definitely different than a lot of the Jordan 2s that we've seen so far with the bright colors. Uh, really earth tone colors here. Um, so not a bad shoe. Not at all. Moving on next, we've got a new Dunk Low colorway. Miami Hurricanes. This is going to be a hot one, I assume. Everybody is uh, predicting that the Hurricanes are going to be back this year. And Nike is trying to time that up with this Gatorade-esque Dunk Low. It's, uh, I mean... It's definitely a Hurricanes dunk low, so I really like it. These these color combinations really go hand-in-hand hand with one another, and you can't beat it. All that dope vintage Hurricanes gear from the 80s and 90s. Bring it back out, put it with these shoes, and you've got a winner right there. And for my non-Nike listeners, I'm going to give you what you want. Stone Island and New Balance have a couple of colorways coming out this week on July 8th. Um, it's interesting look for me. It's like a, I don't even know what model this is, RC Elite V2. And it looks like Stone Island logos are ripping through the uppers of these shoes. Um, looks more like a running shoe, uh, not your casual New Balance that you are normally used to. Uh, still not for me, so I'm going to move on. But got to bring you the news. And really, New Balance and Nike are the only things that are that are hitting this week. 
some 990s, 990 V2 Sea Salt. It looks like an aged pair of white and gray New Balances. I mean, 990, is it 990 and 550s are the, are the most common? So there you go. And back to our regular scheduled programming from Nike. We've got a ton of really dope HBCUs um, getting a dunk low. So all of these are extremely dope. It looks like most of them have the yellowed bottom. Well, it's like a yellowed midsole and then a clear bottom on, on a few of them. Um, but the aged look is just incredible. Looks like right now we have two HBCUs that we've seen pictures of that Nike is recognizing with this uh, Be True to Your School continuation. So we've got Florida A&M and Clark Atlanta. And both of these are pretty dope. I think Clark Atlanta is probably the one that you're going to be able to rock with more things. Uh, FAMU is gold. I would say maybe like a, a dark yellow or light, light orange and green. So maybe a little tough to match with uh, everything else that you've got. But the Clark Atlanta pair is really dope. Along the same lines of a, of a vintage-looking dunk, we've got the Huff uh, collaboration. It's, a S, it's an SB dunk. Um, the tumbled leather looks beautiful on this shoe. Once again, you've got uh, the midsole is a bit yellowed, and the laces are a cream color as well. So both of those, uh, really all three of those, are wonderful-looking pairs of shoes. All right, now moving to the women's department, we've got Air Jordan 1 Low Aluminum, which is just like a lighter version of the University Blues or UNC Lows. It doesn't really ring a bell to me that they're calling this aluminum because um, aluminum usually means silver to me, but maybe I'm missing something. Once again, we've talked ad nauseum about how this is just uh, the the naming of colorways is just embarrassing at this point for many uh, many issues. So, anyways, I think those are a great deal at a hundred dollars. If you can get your hands on those, they look like a beautiful pair of shoes. Now, changing gears a little bit, we're off Nike. We're back to Adidas somebody's favorite and somebody's least favorite designer on this one Sean Witherspoon he does it again given an all new Adidas or Orketro um, it looks like a 90's pair of shoes this actually might be Sean's best work since the Asics when he did the corduroy makeover uh, this is just pink blues a little bit of green on this one um but overall, not not a bad-looking shoe. It looks like a 90s runner, um, and that's what Sean's into. It doesn't have pubes on it, so that's always a plus with a Sean shoe, um, at least from the pictures I've seen. You never know. They're, they could be added, so uh, don't take my word for it. But, you know, they've got actually his little SW logo on them, which is really dope. And then some piece logos and everything else. So, you know, Sean's back at it again with Adidas. 
All right, this has been a slow 12 minutes, boy. I tell you, I'm going to try to get to 30 for you guys, but we'll see where we end up. Rounding out the inside the box news, we've got the Air Max 90 NRG. I don't know if this colorway has a name yet, but we've got a lot of grays and blues, um, different blues coming in here, and then a little hit of olive on the top um, top two eyelets, top three eyelets, I guess, if you want to get technical. Um, this pair of shoes looks unbelievably good. You can wear this anywhere. It's kind of like the sand drifts, but the sand drifts take a blue hue. Um, just incredibly great looking shoe. Nothing fancy, nothing popping. It's It's got, instead of the plastic heel tabs, it, they look cloth. It kind of has some of the Sun Club vibes. I don't know if you would call this the Moon Club, because none of these colors you would see in the sun um, so we're going to call it the Moon Club NRG. And, I mean, it looks great. I would go look these up. I can post a picture of them. This is the best. Air Max 90, and I will be absolutely going for this. This is probably one of my most excited releases that I've seen. Um, unfortunately, we don't have a release date. It just says 2022. So hopefully they'll come out on sneakers or maybe they'll just be a general release um, on Nike.com. Either way, I will be looking out for that and I will let you know when those drop. And, oh, wait, wait, wait. Just scrolling through North Carolina A&T. The Aggies also received a Nike Dunk Low in a gray, black, and blue colorway. All of these are keeping with a translucent sole. And a, a cream-colored midsole, um, so it looks aged. But yeah, that's the third school that I've seen, um, third HBCU, to receive the Be True to Your School edition of the Nike Dunk. With that, now let's move into Outside the Box. I think the first thing we can talk about... I think everybody's got to be excited. I play video games one day a year. Um, that's just my limit. Once I do that, I feel good for the rest of the year. Um, but anyways, regardless of what I think, NCAA 2023, that may be worth me bumping up to two to three times a year. Um, I think it was just announced. I don't know. I saw a lot of chatter on Twitter about it. Everybody's excited, um, and that is the only game that I actually play, whatever the, the second-to-last one is, um, 20, 2012, I think I have, 2012 or 2013, but anyways, 2023, coming back with a bang, um, let us know who you'd like to see on the cover of that. It'd be interesting whether it's, they used to do an outgoing senior or somebody that was leaving college football so they could actually get the endorsement money and use their likeness on the cover um but now i guess they can use anybody they want so we'll see what kind of nil deal that fetches for somebody be pretty cool i assume it'll be somebody from ohio state alabama um clemson if they get back on top we'll see about that maybe georgia i i just can't see stetson bennett 
being a cover athlete, that'd be somewhat of a shame. But that Boise State quarterback did get on the cover in the NCAA once upon a time. So, in some Nashville news, we had the NASCAR race a couple weekends ago. Uh, the Ally 400, somewhat in Nashville. I mean, it's Nashville Super Speedway, but it's not in Nashville. But anyways, Chase Elliott won that. My son's named Elliot, so by default, he's probably my favorite NASCAR driver. Not that I really watch NASCAR, but anyways, Michael Jordan was there, the GOAT. Flew into BNA on his private plane. Really dope-looking plane. Um, got the elephant print with some purple accents and the Jumpman logo on the tail wing. I don't, I don't know if that's what you call it, but seems like a good name for it. Um... NBA news, we had free agency start. The Timberwolves traded an ungodly amount of picks for Rudy Gobert and players. Um, To be honest, it was just a terrible trade, in my opinion, for the Timberwolves. Uh, It's not going to make you that much better in the playoffs, but, you know, for a team that hasn't been to the playoffs since, like, 2004... I guess you do whatever you can to just get there, and then you figure that out later. So I think it's four first-round picks, the maximum amount of picks you can trade, um, going for somebody who can't really score the basketball, and that's kind of how you win games. So he might be great on defense, but, yeah, that's a head-scratcher for me. Another head-scratcher is Kevin Durant listing his two primary trade targets after requesting a trade as the Phoenix Suns and the Miami Heat, two teams that have been to the finals in the last, like, three years. I mean, uh, it's just like the Warriors, him going to the Warriors all over again. Like, how desperate can you be? Like, I don't know. You You could actually improve your reputation in Brooklyn by just staying like you already have Kyrie you had James Harden you couldn't make it work I don't care how many rings Kevin Durant gets he's never going to be in that conversation because he worries about people chirping him on Twitter more than he does going out there and being a leader so leadership I think he's got to play with somebody that's a bigger leader than him and not a better player but somebody who commands more respect than he does because I just can't see him walking in a locker room and people believing in what he's saying because as soon as something hits the fan, I mean, he's got one foot out the door. I, once again, just like Kyrie, just like Ben Simmons, you got to have somebody in your corner to say, what the beep is going on here? And, you know, those all three of those guys play for the Brooklyn Nets, so I think Brooklyn's really wishing they had Kenny Atkinson and D'Angelo Russell and a group of no-names more than they have their group of superstars because I think KD went to Brooklyn because Brooklyn had better vibes and he killed them all and now New York Knicks are on the come up. So, you know, shout out to KD the Snake. Moving on, I had a few top fives that I was prepared for. Um, They were mostly food themed. I thought about cereals about other um, like appetizers but I think I'm going to go with top five breakfast foods 
Uh, Serial gets an honorable mention, but I almost feel like it's a class in its own. Um, but I would say number five or six would be Serial, but I'll, I'll leave it at number six for now. Number five. Mm, it's a tough decision. Um, I like biscuits, and I think I'm going to go with a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit at number five. Um, also, honorable mention, a plain biscuit with one side apple butter. And you eat that separately from the other side, which is strawberry jelly. Now, strawberry jelly, I know that's a hot take. Um, if I'm going with a PB&J, I'm going grape. But if I'm going with a nice breakfast biscuit... Give me the strawberry all day. Also, sleeper, don't sleep on the blackberry jelly or or jam. I don't really know the difference. I think jam is more spreadable. Um, don't take that in the wrong context, please. Anyways, number four. I think I'm going a bacon, like breakfast burrito type thing emphasis on the bacon because that's where I would put this in there is is at number four number three going with a sugary treat I, I gotta say french toast with the powdered sugar on top give me the syrup but not too much syrup because you want to you want to be able to taste all the french toast so uh, that's number three for me uh, one and two I, I've been going back and forth um, but I, th- I think I'm going with number two is steak and eggs. I feel like most of the time you get steak and eggs in Texas on a complimentary breakfast. Uh, but a lot of places will serve steak and eggs. You just got to seek it out. It's not a normal breakfast item. So that's number two. And then number one is my all-time favorite chicken and waffles. Not hot chicken and waffles because, you know, first thing in the morning, I'm not looking for some spicy chicken tenders. That's just, I like spicy foods, but not first thing in the morning. That's just going to mess me up for the rest of the day. I don't really love to sweat when I eat, especially that early in the morning. Now, come lunchtime, I'm better. Maybe brunch, I could sneak in some hot chicken and waffles, but for breakfast, just hit me with the regular chicken and waffles. Give me the syrup, and uh, I'm good. So there's your top five for this week. You know, next week, maybe we'll go cereal. Maybe we'll switch it up and go non-food based. Um, We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll let Hayes figure that one out. All right, I'm looking at the clock here. Looks like we got 23 minutes down. I don't think we're making it to 30, folks. Sorry, this one's a short one. Sorry and you're welcome. I don't know, what, whatever you think. Um, I'm trying to get back into the groove after being at the beach last week. Hayes and Dan are both feeling sick. I think Dan and Landon are both actually out of town as well. So we're battling adversity. I appreciate you guys hanging in there with us. You know, if you have a guest that you would like to hear come on the podcast, please let us know. We're still looking for an intern. I know we're almost done with the summer, but, um, you know, we'll have an intern on. We do have one intern. We were looking at a couple others, but I think we'll hold off. Maybe next summer we can uh, get those guys into the fold. 
But uh, shout out to Leaky Fawcett. We will have to have him on in the next few weeks. Stay tuned for next week. We should have on a huge guest. Um, we're really expanding out of Middle Tennessee. Um, that This next guest is from Chattanooga, and he has a sneaker shop there called Free Agency. So that should be one of our biggest episodes. I'm really excited for that. I know Hayes is as well. He was very upset we had to postpone that this week since he was feeling a little under the weather. So, with that, thank you for tuning in to the Still Drippin' Happy Hour. Once again, this is your host, Mason, and I am signing off. I don't have anything that I learned today because I just talk a lot, and I, I don't love when I talk this much. But sometimes it's a necessity when you talk to yourself, so... Once again, you could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. Remember to go on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us at TN. We still don't tweet, so apologies if you're only on Twitter. On Instagram, we have been lacking this summer, admittedly. Um, that's on me and Hayes and really everybody else, but they never post. So we'll try to keep up with that. Try to get a little throwback Thursday going on, posting some of our favorite clips, our Mount Rushmore's of episodes, any of our top fives, anything like that. Please go rate and review. Rate us five stars. Give us a funny review, and we will read it on the air. With that, I'm going to cue some outro music. You guys stay safe, and we'll see you next week. Peace.